Welcome to episode three of the BCF ORG Tech Talk. I'm Brian Fisher. This episode explores the cost of ownership in regards to electric actuators and pneumatic cylinders. This podcast series focuses on the various subjects and topics to help you choose the right industrial automation solution for your application. Each episode is approximately 10 to 15 minutes long, so you can listen while commuting. It's targeted to engineers and project managers. In the past two episodes, one and two, we touched on the cost of ownership in regards to electric actuators and pneumatic cylinders. In this episode, we'll look further into this topic. As mentioned in episode two, if you compare the initial cost of a pneumatic cylinder versus an electromechanical equivalent, the electromechanical solution is much higher. However, if you look at the lifelong operating costs of the actuators, you will almost always save money by using electric actuators. It's not uncommon for an electric actuator to have an ROI of a year or less. Let's dig into the total cost of ownership. What is total cost of ownership? Total cost of ownership, or TCO, is the initial purchase cost, plus years of service times the yearly operating cost, where the yearly operating cost is equal to the replacement cost, plus maintenance, plus electric utility cost, plus product scrap, plus lost production time due to changeover and cycle times. Utility cost, parts, and replacements are easy to identify, but labor cost, the cost of downtime, and costs associated with fluctuations in quality are typically harder to qualify. Ignoring the total cost of ownership lowers initial equipment cost, but it comes with increased utility cost, maintenance, and potentially lower product yield over the long run. As we'll see, if the total cost of ownership is truly embraced, more applications would be electric actuators over pneumatic cylinders. It's not uncommon for corporate departments like purchasing, plant engineers, maintenance, and plant management to have different agendas and goals that makes the total cost of ownership discussion difficult. We'll look at factors including efficiency, electric utility costs, air leaks, maintenance, product replacement, changeover, cycle times, and product quality that play a role in the total cost of ownership. Determining efficiency and electric utility cost. For most applications requiring linear motion, the efficiency difference between an electric and pneumatic system can result in significantly different electric utility costs over the lifetime of the device. Per the U.S. Department of Energy, Energy Tips Compressed Air in August 2004, compressed air is one of the most expensive sources of energy in a plant. The overall efficiency of a typical compressed air system can be as low as 10 to 15 percent. The British Fluid Power Association says only 23 to 30 percent energy efficiency is achieved for pneumatic systems, versus 80 percent for electrical systems and 40 percent for hydraulics. Electric utility costs starts with efficiency. Pneumatic systems are only 10 to 30 percent efficient. Much of their inefficiency is due to air leaks that are common in these systems. What does all this mean? If a pneumatic system has an efficiency of 20%, an electric system has an efficiency of 80%, for most linear motion applications, 
The efficiency differences between an electric and pneumatic system can result in significantly different electric utility costs over the lifetime of the product. With a pneumatic system, efficiency can vary depending on air quality, seal quality and wear, leaks in the system infrastructure, and a variety of other factors. All of this requires constant attention and maintenance. The electric actuator efficiency does not change drastically over time. As with most factory automation equipment, the duty cycle of equipment is normally high in order to maximize machine utilization and product output. Pneumatic systems and infrastructures experience leaks, and these leaks are a major contributor to the poor efficiency of pneumatic systems. Leaks can be hard to identify. Large leaks are easy to find and fix, but small leaks are challenging to find. The accumulation of many small, unidentified air leaks can significantly increase the cost of electric bills. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, about 30% of air supply created for production is lost to leaks. Air leaks also cause fluctuations in pressure that hurt cylinder performance, whereas electric systems operate at 70 to 80% efficiency. Maintenance and replacement. Pneumatic actuators rely on rod and piston seals to prevent air leaks. As the actuator strokes back and forth thousands or millions of times, seals eventually wear. The seals on pneumatic cylinders are crucial since they hold in air pressure, but they wear and must be replaced. If that results in a leak, it can degrade cylinder efficiency, force output, speed, and responsiveness. Also, pneumatic cylinders require regular lubrication. This requires downtime, material, and labor cost. Seal wear and re-lubrication aren't issues with electric actuators. Electric linear actuators often require very little or no maintenance. Some applications may wear out a pneumatic cylinder in just a few months. Replacement cylinders need to be purchased, and there are labor costs and system downtime expenses to consider. Electric actuators typically have a very long service life, so there is no need for frequent replacement. These costs should be factored in to the total cost of ownership of a piece of equipment over the life of the machine. Service life and duty cycle. How long an actuator will last in an application depends on duty cycle. Duty cycle is a ratio of the actuator's operating time and its resting time. Duty cycle is typically expressed as a percentage. If an actuator moves for two seconds and then stops for two seconds, it has a duty cycle of 50%. High duty cycle applications can be hard on pneumatic cylinders. Seals wear out, comprising performance and prompting replacement. Cycle time and machine change over time. In addition to maintenance, two other areas are cycle time and change over time. Regarding cycle time, pneumatic cylinders typically stroke their full entire length, while electric actuators can be programmed to a stroke of any length. Shorter strokes take less time, allowing for more cycles per minute and higher throughput with electric actuators. Then there's change over time. Some applications require the same machine to produce a range of products. Pneumatic cylinders have to be changed manually, a time-consuming and inaccurate process. 
Electric actuators can be programmed for different setups, making the changeover process fast and easy. Applications requiring product changeovers and multiple setups will often benefit from conversion to electric actuators. If a process or machine requires changeover or setup to run different sizes or different products in the same machine, then an electric actuator can automate that changeover. Actually, electric actuators simplify a changeover task, usually with an HMI for operators or batch process file requiring little operator interaction. Every process is different, but quicker changeovers reduce the time spent adjusting machines so there's more time to make product. Cycle time and throughput. Consider the profitability of improving cycle time and overall machine throughput. Pneumatic cylinders are typically deployed in two-position devices. If a process has any tooling that must move out of the way for some process, then the pneumatic cylinder's full stroke must reach over that move. During runtime, this means that the pneumatic cylinder must cycle back and forth across its full stroke, even if it's not required, which increases production time. The electric actuator can move only as much as needed, not to full stroke, saving valuable cycle time. If a high cycle time is required, electric actuators can develop force almost instantaneously because their force is directly equivalent to the electric current through the motor. This eliminates any wait time in the process for developing pressure in a pneumatic cylinder to achieve force. If these factors are important to machine performance, consider an electric actuator to improve efficiencies. Then there's getting better product quality. Because pneumatic cylinder performance declines as seals wear, any change in the performance of a pneumatic cylinder can directly relate to the quality and yield of the product being produced in the manufacturing process. The pneumatic cylinder can easily send shock and vibration into the mechanical structure of the equipment. Typically, pneumatic cylinders move in a bang-bang, end-to-end motion. Even though cushions or shock absorbers soften vibration at the end of each move, the motion of a pneumatic cylinder is often less controlled than its electric actuator counterpart. Electric actuators have full control over the motion profile of acceleration and deceleration, position, velocity, and force, which can prevent introduction of shock or vibration disturbances into the system. Product scrap is a quality issue, and electric actuators deliver the accuracy, repeatability, control, and long life needed to ensure consistently high quality. Because of worn seals and air leaks, Pneumatic systems can have pressure fluctuations, which lead to inconsistent cylinder performance, which can directly relate to the quality and yield of the product being produced in the manufacturing process. The control, accuracy, and repeatability of an electric actuator system is superior to its pneumatic counterpart, which leads to better overall control of the manufacturing process and higher product quality and yield. By calculating the amount of cost savings that process improvements or product yield improvements provide, you will better understand the benefits of electric actuators. Also with pneumatic cylinders, there are hidden costs, such as compressed air generation. Utility cost and efficiency are major components in making compressed air. Then, compressed air quality. The quality of compressed air has a direct effect on the operating cost 
Oil, water, or particles in the compressed air result in unnecessary energy consumption and shorten the lifetime of pneumatic components. This can call the process reliability into question, and in the worst case, results in sudden machine stoppage. Then there's pressure drops, especially if not properly sized. Compressed air distribution in the system is frequently neglected and is often underestimated cost factor with significant savings potential. You want to avoid pressure drops due to undersizing as well as unnecessarily expensive oversizing, not to mention the cost of using larger pipe and tubing and accumulators. Compressed air consumption. The compressed air consumption per machine cycle is the crucial parameter for assessing the industrial energy efficiency of machines and systems as well as the basis for correct planning and sizing of the compressed air supply. Not to forget air leakage. A leaking compressed air system wastes lots of energy and money and can jeopardize your process reliability. It's not uncommon for people to anguish over the higher initial purchase cost of electric technology, even though they're aware of the benefits of higher product quality, higher product yields, higher throughput, lower operating costs, lower maintenance costs, and shorter changeover times. Whether in our personal lives or our professional lives, we generally look at the initial cost of things and rarely peel back the onion to look into the actual cost of ownership. Quite often, looking deeper into the total cost of ownership, we find the higher upfront cost solution is actually the less expensive solution. Remember to factor in utility cost, maintenance cost, and product yield when considering the service life of a technology choice. There are definitely applications where a pneumatic cylinder is the best choice, but more and more electric actuators are being installed. If the total cost of ownership is truly considered, the analysis will show that in most cases, choosing electric actuators over pneumatic cylinders will almost always provide the lower cost of ownership. My thanks to Linmont, for sponsoring this episode. Linmont, the linear motion technology leader. Visit Linmont at linmont-usa.com. That's L-I-N-M-O-T-U-S-A.com. Online references for this episode were from Festo, Linear Motion Tips, and Toolmatic. This podcast is on several directories. In search, type bcforg T-E-C-H. Be sure to leave a space between BCF, O-R-G, and T-E-C-H. Click on subscribe or follow to automatically be notified of future episodes. And feel free to share this podcast with people who you think may benefit. A strong rating of these podcasts would be appreciated. If you'd like to reach out to me with any questions, ideas, or potentially be a guest, please go to bcforg.com. There's a red contact us button in the middle of the homepage. A LinkedIn symbol is on the upper right. Click on that if you'd like to see my profile. These podcasts will be released monthly. From BCF ORG Corp., I'm Brian Fisher, wishing you the best. Thanks. Thanks.